If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece published at dakotanewsnow.com. Nearly 175 activists made their way to Southeast Tech on Saturday for the second legislative coffee in Sioux Falls. This was part of an organized statewide effort to protest the passing of House Bill 1080, which restricts transgender youth from accessing certain health care. Protests were held in Brookings, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Vermilion. For Emily Mercer of Sioux Falls, it's a personal matter. I have a lot of trans friends back home, and I know that if they hadn't received the medical care necessary for them to transition when they were younger, they might not be here today, said Mercer. For Everett Morin, a transgender man, the issue also hits home. He is concerned with Governor Nome's intentions. She used her executive power to pass the first trans law in the state, so with her being re-elected as our governor, I'm worried about what's going to happen in the future, expressed Moran. We've seen this go from sports bans to bathroom bills, and now it's our medical care, so my guess would be it's going to go on to adults next, which would directly affect me. The turnout in the civil public discourse was encouraging to the protesters. It means a lot that we had a lot of people show up, said Moran. I hope we see more in the future. Maybe when it gets warm out, more people will want to show up. But I love the support. I love the respect. Everybody in there, even if they had different views, they remained respectful throughout, and I really like that. It was incredible, said Mercer. I wasn't expecting this many people. It was uplifting. I guess that even in South Dakota, I suppose, you can see this kind of support. It makes me feel hopeful for the future, I guess. HB 1080 awaits the signature of Governor Nome. She has said in the past that if this does get to her desk, she would sign it. Next up is a piece published at bbc.com. About 1,000 people have turned out for a candlelit vigil in the village where Brianna Gay was found fatally wounded. The 16-year-old transgender girl died after being found stabbed in Linear Park in Kulcheth, Warrington, on Saturday. A boy and girl, both age 15, appeared at Liverpool Crown Court on Thursday, charged with her murder. Crowds sang over the rainbow while pubs and shops turned their lights off as a sign of respect. Mayor of Greater Manchester Andy Burnham and his daughter Annie attended the memorial. He tweeted, Here to remember Brianna, send our love to her family and support to young trans people everywhere. A book of condolences was handed out and Brianna was described as our beautiful, gracious, and powerful little sister. Trisha Anderton the secretary of Coolcheth Village Choir, said this awful tragedy has touched the hearts of everyone in their very close community. We were very proud to play even just a small part of this evening's vigil for Brianna. We were asked specifically to sing Over the Rainbow, and it was so lovely to hear everyone joining in, she added. 
Members of the public also gathered outside of the Hippodrome Theatre in Birmingham on Friday and in Southampton, Nottingham and Edinburgh. Earlier, all of the UK's LGBTQ plus radio stations held a minute silence in memory of Brianna. Crowds gathered on Colchet's Village Green to pay their respects to Brianna just a few hundred yards from the Linear Park where she was found stabbed a week ago. Many of those in the crowd were students from nearby schools. Floral displays and candles were laid out under a tree, and many of those attending wore t-shirts with the slogan, Rest in Power, and a photo of Brianna. There were moving tributes from local dignitaries, including the mayor of Warrington, Jean Flaherty, followed by a two-minute silence. The event took place behind the local library, which Cheshire police have been using as a temporary base to carry out their investigation into the schoolgirl's death. To finish the vigil, a firework display lit the night sky as people made their way home. A number of vigils have been held over the past week for Brianna, and more memorials are planned over the weekend, including another in Warrington on Saturday. Brianna's family said they have been overwhelmed by the support, positivity, and compassion they have received. And finally for this episode, a piece published at moco360.media, written by Ginny Bixby. Protesters, including apparent members of the Proud Boys hate group, chanted slurs and attacked counter-protesters at a drag story hour Saturday afternoon in downtown Silver Spring, according to witnesses. Though opponents have demonstrated at drag story hours in Montgomery County for months, Saturday's event appears to be the first time such a protest has involved violence. However, because of the presence of counter-protesters shielding the entrance of the bookstore with umbrellas and pride flags, no children were subject to the violence, and the event inside was able to continue as normal. Local drag queen Charlemagne Chateau continued to lead the story time, which was co-sponsored by Loyalty Bookstore and Drag Story Hour, a nonprofit that organizes drag story times all over the country. The Drag Story Hour was the latest in a number of events in Montgomery County since last summer, where opponents have protested. The Proud Boys demonstrated at Story Hour in October in Wheaton. Reports from previous local Story Hours did not reflect incidents of violence. The protesters Saturday shouted anti-LGBTQ slurs and accused Storytime organizers and counter-protesters, primarily a group called the Parasol Patrol DMV, of, quote, grooming children, according to video posted online and counter-protesters. They charged into counter-protesters, stomped on feet, and punched one man in the face. The man, former county council candidate John Zitrauer, told MoCo 360. The Parasol Patrol DMV shields children and families attending drag story hours and other LGBTQ family events from protesters by holding up umbrellas and pride flags. Montgomery County Police Department officers responded to the protests. A spokesperson for MCPD said there were no arrests and no reports of injuries, although multiple people present at the event, including Zitrauer, reported injuries in interviews with MoCo360 and provided photos. Hannah Oliver Depp, owner of Loyalty Bookstores, credited the Parasol Patrol DMV with allowing children to safely enjoy the story hour inside the bookstore. This utterly aggressive attack is happening outside for no reason, and inside here, 
Charlemagne Chateau, was doing the hokey pokey and singing If You're Happy and You Know It and reading incredible books to kids, just holding down the fort, and the kids were having a really fun time, Oliver Depp said. The Proud Boys is a white nationalist organization that has been classified by the Southern Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League as a hate group. Leaders of the group were indicted for conspiracy in the 2021 insurrection on the U.S. Capitol. Proud Boys have made appearances at drag story hours across the country. According to Business Insider, by the end of 2022, the Proud Boys had joined or led 53 anti-LGBTQ protests in total for the year. Of those protests, 34 or 60% were drag-related, most of them targeting family-friendly dance parties and story hours. Zitrauer, who was volunteering as part of the Parasol Patrol, said he was punched in the face by a member of one of the hate groups. He posted a photo on social media showing cuts to his nose. The protesters were just kind of yelling and pressing forward, and so we just kind of made sure that we were a barrier that they couldn't get through. So we kept pressing forward and pressing forward. There was a guy in front of me who took a spill, so I was making sure that he was okay, Zitrauer said. Honestly, I did not know that I had gotten hit until I turned around and a couple of my friends were there looking at me and pointing out I was bleeding. Zitrauer did not press charges. Councilmember Kristen Mink participated in the Parasol Patrol. She said that while she was horrified by the violence, she was inspired by her constituents' resiliency and willing to stand up for the LGBTQ community. The community turned out in much larger numbers than the Proud Boys, which is no surprise because Montgomery County is a place that celebrates and defends the diversity and inclusion of the LGBTQIA community and that we will always be true, Mink said. Mink said she was proud that members of the Parasol Patrol did not reciprocate when the Proud Boys became violent. We just held the line so the event could proceed safely, Mink said. She said she considers it a success that the Parasol Patrol was able to shield children inside. Zitrauer said despite the violence, he will participate in the Parasol Patrol again. Anything that promotes literacy with kids is a positive, but especially anything that tries to help kids feel okay about who they are and feel okay about people who are different from them is always going to be positive for society, Zitrauer said. That's more important than a cut on my nose. Oliver Depp said it's important to continue to host events like Drag Story Hour that celebrate LGBTQ stories and that Loyalty Bookstores will continue to host these events. Loyalty has one location in Silver Spring and another in the Petworth neighborhood of Washington, D.C. She said diverse books for kids are impactful and reflected on her own experience as a black queer person who didn't see herself in children's books growing up. I never saw myself represented in books. I never saw any books about queer kids when I was little, and I only saw books about black people when it was about slavery, Oliver Depp said. I don't want any kid in my community to grow up as bereft as I was, and so that's why the story hour exists. We're going to keep doing it. No one's going to stop. We are extremely creative, and we will keep working with our community to try and keep everybody safe. But all we're going to do is make sure kids see themselves and see the community around them represented in books. Mink said the violence is a reminder of how important it is to defend and support LGBTQ people and other marginalized communities. 
Whenever we see displays of hatred like this, it only reinforces how important it is to continue to celebrate and embrace the LGBTQIA community and show up in even larger numbers to show that's where Montgomery County stands, Mink said. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.